0: Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Welcome. Happy Post Wrestlemania Monday. This is AYNE, Are You Not Entertained, the post-WrestleMania edition. This is your host, Louis Mercedes. I will be joined by Keode Howard of Scriptly Adapted as we give a match-by-match breakdown and analysis of WrestleMania 34. We're going to give our opinions on our favorite moments, our favorite matches, our least favorite moments, our least favorite matches, And general takeaways from this weekend in terms of wrestling. Because WrestleMania was overshadowed by... Well, I can't say overshadowed, but... NXT TakeOver New Orleans was so much better than WrestleMania. Not to say that I didn't enjoy WrestleMania, because I did. But NXT TakeOver New Orleans is going to go down as one of my top three favorite NXT TakeOver events ever. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano, amazing, brilliant storytelling and psychology that was on display that you don't really get too often from WWE these days, unfortunately. They just really, just a sensational match, match of the year candidate, in my opinion. Andrade Cien Almas finally winning the NXT title, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Aleister Black. Finally winning the NXT title off of Andrade and Almas. Another terrific match to add to Almas' resume, as well as Aleister Black's resume. Very curious to see where they go with Almas going forward. Whether he cashes in his rematch, whether he and Zelina Vega break up, or do they move them to the main roster sooner rather than later? We'll see. The North American title ladder match, insanely good. Best ladder match I've seen in years. I mean, Velveteen Dream got his spots in. Ricochet was just <laughs> absolutely incredible. Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane, what? They tore the house down in that ladder match. Just really, really great stuff. NXT takeover New Orleans, one for the ages. And let's not forget Raw tonight. Got some nice surprises, the return of Bobby Lashley, the call up of NXT people such as Ember Moon, No Way Jose, the authors of Pain, you had a uh, returning Jeff Hardy, you had Paige announcing her, officially announcing her retirement. Lots of buzzworthy stuff coming out of this weekend. So without further ado, Keode Howard and I will break down WrestleMania 34. Stay tuned. Oh, man what up what up Kyote? happy post-wrestlemania monday <sighs> happy
1: post-wrestlemania my brother it's all over man it's, it's over isn't that crazy
0: i know man now we gotta wait 365 days for another seven hour pay-per-view yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i was watching roots for a second like six hours of just pure <sighs> your- of just pure like uh, you know wrestling, man. It was it was crazy. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, and you know what? You combine that with NXT Takeover New Orleans, right? Man, that's that's a that's a whopping 10 hours a- of, of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. Whopping 10 hours of just pure wrestling. Listen, I'm not mad at it, but damn, it was it was a lot. It was a lot.
0: I know it's it was a lot to process, but you know, let us let, let's, let's get into it because you know our time is limited for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. So we're just gonna give a match by match breakdown of WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans, which is now in the books. In the books,
1: man, in the books.
0: Before that, I wanna I wanna just get your thoughts on some, I guess, one or two things that happened on Raw tonight. Okay. So I didn't see Raw in its entirety, and I'm still playing catch up. But Bobby Lashley returned. Yeah. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> I, was, I First off, I've never been big on Bobby Lashley.
0: I'm not going to lie. Uh, Thank you. Ne- neither have I. Uh, I, I, I I'm going to cut you off real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I care less about what he did in, in <laughs> Impact Wrestling, TNA, Global Force Wrestling, right. Wrestling, whatever it's called these days. I, I could – I I just wasn't really into Bobby Lashley, I, yeah, but go yeah,
1: I totally didn't care about Bobby. I I I I think he's horrible in the ring. I think <laughs> I think he looks sloppy in the ring. I think he he hurts people like he's just there's no finesse. There's no there's no skill. It's, he's just a big dude. I mean, the physique is amazing. I don't know how he keeps doing it, but the physique he looks amazing. But look, he looks like an actor figure. Yeah, he looks like an actual figure. But lose have <laughs> you did you notice tonight? on some of the close-ups that they were getting on Bobby. Did you notice that his eyebrows were penciled in or drawn in?
0: I thought it was just me. Like I, I looked at it kind of funny and I'm Lewis. like wait.
1: No man. man, it ain't just you like, brother.
0: But <laughs> he's actually like penciled in or drawn it, in. It, like it looks it looks very weird. It
1: looked really weird. Like I think I think they were like drawn in with like some type of like pencil or like a i don't know what you I don't even know what you call it but they weren't real eyebrow were, there was no hair there put it that there's no hair there's no it, hair on the eyebrow it was
0: very very odd when they showed that close up and i thought I, it was just me being tired No, he, I was just like, he, like wait he he just he just pet he just drew his eyebrows in dude. drew his
1: eyebrows in, bro like <laughs> <Lately, stop popping. laughs>
0: Come on, Bobby.
1: What are you doing, baby? Come on, man.
0: You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more, though. His physique is – I don't know how he's been able to keep his shape, and he's yeah. over 40. Yeah, He man. still looks, like, all chiseled up and everything. Yeah. Supposedly, he reinvented himself uh, over the past 10 years, 10-plus 10 years. Um, You know what? I, I'll give it some time, but I – I, it, it doesn't do it for me. Like, I read a couple of weeks ago that Bobby Lashley was in talks of a potential return. Right. That If Brock Lesnar does sign, then it'll be a potential feud for Lesnar. Oh,
1: God. Oh, but, God. I mean,
0: you know what? Physically, it makes sense on paper because, it, you know, they're both, uh, they both have the MMA background, the amateur background, this, that, the third. But yeah. I just, Bobby Lashley, this just doesn't do it for me. He
1: doesn't do it for me, man. I've never been big on Bobby. I thought, I thought Bobby in TNA and Impact or whatever you call it. I I think he was, he, I think he didn't do anything there for me. Like when I was watching it there, like he just, he's not good. He's not good at all. (laughs) I, I just don't like him. He's boring. His voice weirds me out. Like, he's just not a good performer in the ring. And to have a match with Lesnar, that that thing is going to be horrible. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> to be so bad, Lewis. Like, not even Brock is going to be able to save that with all his, like, ma- maniac antics and, you know, busting himself open probably. I mean, I, it's just not even going to – it's not going to be good. It's not. I know it's not. I could call it right now. But I, was, oh, I felt nothing. The needle moved 0% for me when I saw Bobby Lashley. <laughs> 0%. <laughs> Zero.
0: Well, if if his only claim to fame was being in a match involving our current president of the United States. Yeah, then... that's So, <laughs> <laughs> hey isn't man that, isn't that surreal <laughs>
1: that's probably his claim to fame dude like i mean i don't know what vince because he's a big dude so vince loves big dudes so that's the yeah. only that's the only thing man but bobby is not that good he's not good
0: now he's good. not that good honestly i was more excited for ember moon and authors of pain call up yeah man that was dope.
1: that was dope to see
0: yeah, cool. yeah, I'm going to really miss Ember Moon on NXT, but they got such a loaded roster that I'm not I'm not concerned. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. AOP, it was about time they got called up to the main roster anyway because there was nothing left for them to do down in NXT. Right, right. But,
1: so, but, uh, but Lewis, man, speaking of AOP, man, what do you think of the whole dropping Paul Ellering type of thing?
0: I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it because yeah, one of the things – yeah, one of the things that worked so well for AOP and NXT was Paul Ellering. Yeah. I mean, these guys, they obviously don't really speak. I don't even know. I i don't think I've ever heard them speak yeah, English. Yeah, like, what
1: do they sound like, man? Like, <laughs>
0: what? Like, they, they just shout a, a whole bunch of, I don't know what. Like, I don't know what language it is. I, they're obviously Samoan, but... Um, you know, Paul Ellering just it, he cuts the promos. For He's kind of like what Paul Heyman does for Brock Lesnar. Right. So if they get rid of Paul Ellering, it's like, okay, sure, these dudes can get over with their size and shit, but this is the main roster we're we'll ta- we're talking about. Right. You know, it you got to have that mic piece. Like, you yeah, got to be able connect with the audience. This isn't NXT is a niche thing. Like right. if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, then yes, you're the target audience for NXT, yeah. but WWE, Raw, SmackDown, you're talking now where that's a much more expanded general audience, and they don't know anything about AOP, right? You know, other than the fact that they have a reputation at NXT. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. But to me, Raw tonight in a nutshell was it had some nice surprises, and you know, Page's retirement was newsworthy. But other than yeah. that. I've seen better post WrestleMania Raws. Right. Yeah. Same
1: here. I mean, I, like you said, uh, Paige's retirement, I didn't even know that was coming up. I didn't, even, I, I assumed because we all heard the rumors about the neck and her neck yeah. injury.
0: Yeah. So, with all of Paige's neck injuries, yeah. And all that we heard about. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, she, uh, it's unfortunate because I really did like Paige. I did. Um, Me too. I thought she was pretty solid. Um,
0: she was um, solid in that sex tape of first, but anyway. Yes,
1: yeah. She was. <laughs> <laughs> see, <laughs> uh, I, I, I plead the fifth. Uh, uh, sex tape. What do you mean sex tape? I didn't see any sex tape. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, um, her talents were shown in that as well. Uh, but you know. Uh, it's unfortunate, man. I hope she kind of. I hope she tries to make a comeback. I really enjoy her. I think she's great all around in the ring. Yeah, um, on too. the on the mic. Um, maybe she can mentor some of the young girls in the back. I don't know, but she should have some type of involvement still with the company. Maybe she will. Who knows? Uh, I I honestly don't know what she's going to do from here. I mean, actor. I I don't see that in her future unless she's doing a whole bunch of WWE films. But uh, um, yeah. You know, what I'm saying, like, I mean, who would care about her in any other movie than those type of WWE film, films? Um, so I don't know, man. It's unfortunate, um, but I, I, did see it coming. It's going to come down the line at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's still very young, very young. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I guess she'll she'll figure it out in the long run. And who knows? Anything is possible. She may she may be clear to return five years from now, and
1: that's true. And she's still being her prime at that point, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't. I, I, what is she, Uh, 25?
1: I maybe? wouldn't say like 25, 26. So, yes, yeah, you're talking like five years from now. So, you're looking at 30, 31. And <laughs> I mean, hell, you yeah, man, she'll, She's still well within her prime in wrestling age. So, that's, that's true. I mean, she could still come back <laughs> strong.
0: Yeah, I, I hope, man. I I wish her the best, and she was she was definitely one of the the better female
1: competitors in the, the last yeah. five years. Yeah, yeah, it was very unfortunate. I mean, who knows? She may, like you mentioned, have a career in uh, Del Rio Productions. Who knows? I mean, that might be <laughs> that might that might be uh in her future. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, man. Who
0: knows, uh, man. I know a, a Todd Del Rio, right? A that's, topic for
1: another time. Jesus. That's a whole that's a whole show by itself, man.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got you gotta love the wrestling antics outside the ring.
1: I love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> Everybody got it. Yep.
0: Yeah, but uh yeah, so on to WrestleMania. So the opening match, Seth Rollins defeats the Miz and Finn Balor. Triple threat match to become the new Intercontinental Champion. And yes, I'd like to take credit for calling it because I called it. Seth yeah. Rollins was on his road to, I guess, redemption, revitalization, something along that line. And it was the right choice. I mean, Finn Balor, I would have been okay with winning the title, but it just felt more organic for Seth yes. Rollins to win. And yeah. I love the match. I thought it was a great opening match. Um, it didn 't overstay its welcome, and it was given just the right amount of time in my yep. opinion, yeah, and everybody looked good. Uh, I thought it was a great opening match. It was a great way to start off uh, Wrestlemania
1: yeah, man I totally agree I mean, solid match to begin with, uh, everyone looked really good um, i I on the other hand, really wanted the Miz to go over i think um, <laughs> I think uh solidifying the miz as the uh, i guess the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. So sort the of thing would have been cool um, yeah. because the Miz also within this year worked his ass off to get to that point as well. I mean, cutting promo after promo, which were spot on uh, match, matches. Uh, you know, were pretty solid as well. Um, constant workhorse who um, the company sometimes you get the feel uh, looks over in some cases, but you know, still glorifies him with the belt here and there to kind of, I guess to keep him subdued to think from thinking that they're not paying attention to him. But yeah. I think but I think at the long run, man, it would have been cool to see the Miz. Um, you're right, Seth Rollins definitely deserved it because of the kind of road he was on. And you almost kinda you almost kinda saw it's coming. Like if if at Menia he had a match, he was definitely winning whatever match he was in. So Oh yeah. Um, sure. So yeah, I mean I I, I don't mind Seth winning. I, I thought it was solid. But me, I, I would have loved to see the Miz uh, kind of like solidify being that guy. He's the he's the face of that belt because essentially, man he he's been the the, the standard bearer for that belt. Man, like no one he, really,
0: he really has like, no like now really it of, like him. Yeah, nowadays when I think of the Intercontinental Championship, it's crazy because like now I I just picture Miz right off the top of my head. Yeah, he's become synonymous
1: yeah. with that title. He's become synonymous with that title, and it would have been cool to see him win it at Mania. But I'm not mad at Seth. I'm not mad at it.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Jason Jordan and Dean Ambrose getting injured was kind of a blessing yeah. in disguise because this is, this is bigger for Seth Rollins. Like him winning a grudge match against Dean Ambrose or a grudge match against Jason Jordan, yeah, it would have been okay. But now it, it, his, his mania moment means more now. Right, right, right. You know, Absolutely uh, agree. As opposed to a meaningless uh, throwaway grudge match. Absolutely agree.
1: Now, Lewis, what constitutes – now, uh, Seth Rollins is a Grand Slam champion now. Yeah. What, consti- what constitutes Grand Slam nowadays?
0: Yeah, so the Grand Slam thing – so for, from from my understanding, you're a Grand Slam champion when you win every singles or every active title in the company. So okay. he's a former WWE champion. Um, he's a former United States champion. He's an Intercontinental champion now. And he's a former tag team champion. So All I right. guess that's, that's what constitutes him as a, a Grand Slam champion. But it kind of doesn't make sense because he never won the Universal title.
1: Right. That's what I was just about to
0: ask you. Yeah, because like if he won every active title, then... And eh, whatever, like I, I You're guess right. the lines get blurred with with that that sort of stuff. Yeah,
1: that's that's what I because I I just wanted to know what they probably consider Grand Slam now, you
0: know? Yeah, so but
1: curious about
0: that. Yeah, I I mean it is what it is. But congratulations to Seth Rollins anyway. I I, right. I have I have uh, a feeling that they'll they're gonna go with uh at least a somewhat lengthy run with the IC title form. You think so? I hope so. I mean the Intercontinental Championship is is important again. You know, it's become somewhat prestigious again thanks to uh the Miz and the way he's carried that title. So, you know, I can see like some really epic title defenses in his future. And he's out of the main event spot and this is this is as good of a main event spot as you can get with Seth Rollins. He can be the show stealer. Right. Like the way the Intercontinental Championship matches were. Yeah. Back- uh, the early 90s and late 80s.
1: Yep, absolutely agree.
0: Yep. So, second match, oh, boy. The Charlotte <laughs> defeats Asuka in very anticlimactic fashion to yes. end her streak and retain the SmackDown women's title. I like this match a lot, but I feel like it ended just when it kicked into that third gear. Yes, totally agree. Yeah, I I love the spots. Um, that that suplex ish move that that's very hard to pull off from the top. Uh, yeah. Yes. That was a scary moment, but um, I'm glad they were able to pull that off. That was a, a sick sick spot. Yeah. But um, I just felt like the match should have been given more time, and I'm not mad at Oscar losing. It's just how she lost. I I feel like she tapped out. All right, this is a chick that. Has been undefeated for two and a half years since she came to WWE. Include this is including NXT. And she taps out so quickly. Yeah. Um, I, she Charlotte didn't even have the figure eight locked in for that long. No, she didn't. <laughs> and what makes her look even more like a loser was, you know, she gets on the mic and congratulates her and, and says that she was ready for Oscar. I mean, I'd be. Pretty damn upset if, like, she let's just put it this way that promo that she cut after the match would have made more sense if it was more of an epic encounter, right? Like if they had you know tore into one another for 30 minutes, and that would have made more sense. But it's like you lost this is your first loss after God knows how long, and it, it was it was like in under 15 minutes,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It that was, was my only problem with that man. Although otherwise, it was a very good match.
1: Yeah, I it, very good match, like you said, man. There were great spots. Um, I wanted more, and like I totally agree with you. It, as soon as it was like kicking into third gear, uh, it kind of just like fizzled because they were ending it soon, and it was just one of those things where you wanted you wanted more. I I knew Oscar was not winning. I I went in. It, I I was at a you know I was at a little you know little WrestleMania get together with some of my my local buddies here, and I said to everybody, Asuka is not winning the title. Period. Wow. Now, she's not winning it, and they were like, Oh, you're crazy. She won the Rumble. Why would Vince have two uh, two Japanese wrestlers win the Rumble but not have them win the matches and all that stuff? And I was like, Guys, wow. I was like, Guys, it's not happening. It's not happening. Uh, Charlotte is going to prove dominance. And Asuka, if she's going to lose a match, has to lose it to the most dominant woman in the main roster, which is Charlotte. And if they're going to have her lose a match, it has to be to her. And it has to be on a big stage And Why Not Mania. That's the reason why she lost. Um,
0: That's a valid point.
1: I think, man, a couple of the guys I was talking to also said that that promo she cut, the Charlotte's ready for Asuka and the hug and all that stuff kind of almost ruined her or it could ruin her as far as her dominance and this like badass mystique that Asuka has for her to kind of like bow down. I, I guess it's almost like the Japanese show of respect as well, um, yeah. you know, because, you know, in New Japan, that's what they kind of do. They bow. They, they, There's respect in the ring. So I kind of like that that was sort of what they were going for, I hope for. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, the way she taps out to the figure eight, I mean, I wish it was something different that she lost on. Like, I wish it was a different move or, like, I don't know. Maybe she passed out. I don't know. Something like that. But
0: – Yeah. Um, that's that's something like, – exactly. that That's what I would have enjoyed more or would have made more sense. Like, if she actually passed out. Uh, after trying to hold on to the submission for like a full two minutes. Right. Immediately, I thought of HBK versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 21. And when uh, Shawn Michaels loses the match, obviously, but it's not until the ankle lock is locked in for literally two minutes and he's just fighting, trying to reach the ropes. The storytelling, you know, was just fabulous because – Shawn Michaels did not want to lose, but eventually he just had no choice but to tap. That's the kind of storytelling that they should have portrayed with this match. Like Oscar should have been putting up more of a fight than rather than just quitting right so so quickly. It just yeah. felt very unceremonious, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, man, I I, I totally agree. Like I don't know, Oscar, like you said, Oscar was this badass champion, like who didn't lose for, like, two and a half years, you know? Like, like I'm not crapping on the match itself. I just wish, A, it gave me maybe two or three more minutes longer and that the third gear kicked in a little sooner. Um, Like, I just wish it was... I just wish she didn't tap so quick. I wish it was one of those things. Like I said, like, if I was booking the match, I, I would want her to... I would have said, listen, Asuka, I mean, Charlotte, hold hold it in for like two minutes, like a minute and a half, whatever. And yeah. Asuka pass out, and the ref stops it uh, because Asuka's out. That would have been a little more – I would have been satisfied with that a little more better. A little more.
0: You know what, though? They could possibly have Oscar at some point turn heel, and uh, you know, just be a real badass, and then set up for a rematch. Um, if not SummerSlam, then maybe WrestleMania next year. Yeah, you know, I see that. they have they have an even bigger story to tell now because Oscar hasn't been pinned and hasn't submitted since she faced Charlotte. So now this is like the women's rematch of the decade or something like that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Like All if right. they if they continue to build Oscar you know, as like this, this, keep them on separate brands, of course, but, you know, just have her just be this dominant, just as dominant as she was before she lost, but tell the story that she wants another opportunity as Charlotte. So that's why she's even hungrier and more vicious now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I could see, I could see a story like that. I could
1: see that too, man. That that would make sense. Um there has to be something after this, though. Obviously, so they yeah. may do. They may do something at Backlash or this Saudi Arabia show. This huge Saudi Arabia show that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there may be something there. So I think, or or a, I would love an Asuka heel turn. That'd be amazing. Um, I think. Oscar yeah, she probably she's bound
0: ready. for a heel turn. I think so. I don't think they're going to keep her face uh, for much longer. Yeah,
1: I think Oscar would do awesome as a heel. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, right before she left NXT, she was uh, kind of a tweener, heelish kind of chick.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: Yeah, so uh, the third match, you know what? Not a whole lot to say. Jinder Mahal (laughs) defeats (laughs) defeats Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and uh, Rusev in a fatal four-way match to become the United States champion. And once again, this goes back to what we were – predicting uh, a couple of months ago on a, on an episode of AYNE where I had mentioned that Jinder Mahal would make a much better United States champion than a main event WWE champion, and there you have it, you know. I'm not that crazy about Rusev. I get it. He's over. Um, you know, he has the whole catchphrase. But I had this feeling in the back of my mind that they weren't going to give it to Rusev. Like, I think they just included Rusev in the match because – He's so over popular, yeah. But I, I had a feeling that, um, a part of me—I mean, I, I was rooting for—I guess, I guess I was rooting for him just to see the crowd go ape shit. Right. But, um, I kind of knew in the back of my mind that that gender was gonna take this one. And He did. But and the match itself was decent. And there was nothing to ride home about. But we'll we'll see. We'll see what they do now that Jinder is the United States champion.
1: Yeah, you know. I, I kind of, you know what? I like this match. You know why? Because two of my favorite wrestlers were in it: Jinder Mahal and Rusev. I love both of them. I think oh, I love them both, man. Let me tell you something. Gender, questioning your taste, bro? Huh? You questioning my taste? Listen, man, listen, listen, man. Gender is not going to become a great wrestler. What no, makes, but... what makes him so captivating? Is a few things. A he looks like a champion. Like he just he he dresses the part with the suits. You know the, the true the, the Indian garb that he wore last night. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, you yeah. Knew, that was good. you just knew by the way he looked and the way he came out that he was probably going to take it. So my my thought was okay. Gender looks like a champion. He's got the he's got he's got you know his valet with him awesome music good you know good set theme you know he just his whole everything but his wrestling gets me interested <laughs> so everything but his wrestling um and then you know rusev rusev is so hot right now man like he's super super over and i wouldn't have been surprised if vince called from the back all right rusev is going over tonight like that type of thing like yeah. i wouldn't have been surprised um uh, I kind of wanted to see him get over because he's so hot. In the 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 my God, man, the entire the entire arena would have it would have blown up. If- I know that would have been a cool sight. That would have been a cool sight. So I'm not mad at gender. Um, I rather gender win than that boring, uh, complacent Randy Orton. I'm so tired of Randy Orton, man. I can't take him anymore. I can't. I can't think. It.
0: I I I have a soft spot for Randy Orton. Randy Orton is is you know I get it. Like Randy Orton is kind of like oh, he's kind of like a yesterday act at this point. Um, yes. you know, I, I always have love for Randy Orton, but I get I get which is where you're coming from though. Just I just don't care for him, man. I I think
1: back in the day, of course, I did Evolution days, even his early solo young days. But now I just feel like there's there's nothing for him. Uh, his matches are pretty like pretty lukewarm um they're kind of like not exciting you don't get nothing from it there's
0: really really nothing for him to do anymore you don't
1: get nothing from him i mean it's just the same old repertoire that he does it's nothing nothing different man like i he's he's just a big fight guy so if you want someone to put into like a mid card or even like a uh, second to last main event or co-main event, maybe you throw Randy in here and there, but I, ch- I just can't watch him every week. He's just boring. He's either going to change something or just like not be full time. There's nothing there's nothing intriguing or interesting about him anymore. I don't care about Randy Orton, so I was glad he lost. I was glad he lost gender one, which I think the belt once had him holding that U.S. title. Uh, we'll, we'll put them up on, on, on some big pedestals again as well. Um, but I wouldn't have been mad if Rusev won, but I, I kind of liked it. I thought it was cool for what it was.
0: Yeah, that, that's yeah right. It was a decent match. It wasn't terrible. It was, it was decent, you yeah. know, it's something that you could have just seen on SmackDown live, right. but right. Um, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. It didn't, I don't think it detracted from the show. So that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like a piece of shit filler that we've seen in, in, uh, previous WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, no. So, well, you know, what's ironic is that the next match exceeded everybody's expectations. (laughs) This was – okay, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle, they obviously defeated Stephanie and Triple H. Yeah. And this was a match that wasn't even on a lot of people's radar as far as anticipated matches are concerned. I was one of the few people that was, like, really looking forward to this match because, one, I was curious to see how Ronda Rousey would uh, perform. Of course. All, you know, second, I, I love Kurt Angle. And, you know, as old as he is, it it, it was going to be nice to see him back in the uh, on that stage uh, on a WrestleMania platform again. And there's just a lot of star power in the match, and I was looking forward to it. Yeah. And, boy, I love this match. I mean – ronda rousey looked great you know it was uh it was it was a little it was a little stiff at at first but man once that match got going there was some really really memorable and fun spots this was the epitome of a fun wrestlemania match like as you know you always have like at least one of these type of matches yes on the card and this was just it was fun all around and karen and i as we were watching it we were like wait isn't this PG? Like you got, you sure have a lot of man on woman violence <laughs> in this match. Like Triple H is about to fucking pedigree Ronda Rousey. Kurt Angle has Stephanie in the ankle lock. Like yo, what is this? Yeah, um, but um, yeah. it was it was a very well executed match. It, it the the crowd was hot for it, and it proved to be one of the most memorable moments of the of the night. And I, I think it's going to be one of those matches that are talked about for for years to come. And not because it's like an instant classic, but just because it was was a fun, memorable match. I mean, it was Ronda Rousey's in-ring debut, and it could have been a a complete disaster. But she proved all the naysayers wrong that there's something there for her as far as being an in-ring competitor in WWE is concerned.
1: You know, man... uh this was probably on my list of top three matches, top three matches of the night. This might have been my yeah. top this might have been my top, to tell you the truth. Um I agree with everything you said. I thought the match was I thought the match was fun. It was entertaining, uh great storytelling. I gotta give it up to Ronda Rousey, man. I was not expecting much. I thought she was gonna be a train wreck, to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people did and I gotta tell you, man, she was pretty damn impressive for her first in-ring, like, in-ring match. Like, she did this, like, this, she did this, like, roll-up, uh, roll-up kind of uh, clothesline on the Stephanie, and it looked just so clean. It was like her first move of the night. Yeah, you know, that was It dope. looked so clean. And I was like, whoa, okay. And as the match started to get on with it, I love the uh, man-on-woman, woman-on-man uh, man, uh, attempted, <laughs> attempted violence uh triple h still can tell a story his ass off with a story like he still can do it um some downs were kurt angle he looked like he was moving in vhs slow-mo like he looked <laughs> he looked really horrible bro i'm not gonna lie
0: yeah, i love Kurt Angle to death man but he bad. there's a reason why he's not wrestling anymore there's <laughs> a
1: reason man and and you could just see it he just wasn't he was just not in it um I gotta tell you something else, man. Surprisingly, I felt Rhonda, uh, I I felt Stephanie was a little off, man. Either she, Stop either she's just not that good in ring. She she really hasn't. She's really never been that good in ring. Uh, but this this one, I don't know. It was almost as like she was exposed a bit. Like it was just not. She was not solid at all. Like I didn't get. I get, I got that Rhonda was kind of like holding up the match between them. Like they are in a way, like it was, I, or maybe Stephanie was trying to let Rhonda be that person. I don't know, but Stephanie was, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that was Stephanie's job. Maybe her job was to let Rhonda shine by making herself kind of look amateurish. If that's the word, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't get much from Steph either. Uh, I don't know, but the match itself, as a whole, it did what it was supposed to do. It was entertaining, and it was a definite uh, mania moment, man.
0: Yeah, it brought in the mainstream fans. I mean, right. my 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 lady and I are watching it, and she, I mean, she doesn't watch wrestling like the way I watch wrestling. Like she'll she'll uh, stick around for marquee matches, like a WrestleMania stuff, and it served this purpose because she, was entertained by the match, yeah. And that's that's what they're going for. When you got somebody like Ronda Rousey with crossover appeal, you know you're obviously not looking for a fucking five star Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels classic, yeah. a wrestling clinic. You know you're just looking for an entertaining and believable story. And I the match came across as just that. Yeah. You know, and it it's it's kind of crazy to think that it's it, it's probably going to make a lot of people's uh list of match of the night yeah for wrestlemania dude like
1: i just told you man i think that was if i think back yeah that is probably my match of the night um uh i i like my like you just said my wife and my wife was watching it and she you know she's not a wrestling fan but i get her into some of these things she's following she likes the diva stuff so total divas, yeah. all that stuff. Like she watches all that. She knows. The, she knows the women wrestlers and all that stuff. And watching Ronda Rousey match, she was like really entertained. Really entertained. Um, and that's what the match did. And I got to give it to Ronda, man. She she was pretty good in ring. We just still got to work on her her mic skills. And that's that'll come. That'll come with that'll come with time. But um,
0: yeah, that'll come, come with it. time. If anything, she doesn't even have to speak all of that you know often. Really, probably right yeah, yeah. i mean know. it's kind of corny but it's it works as part of her charm that i realized that she comes off as real smiley and a sweetheart but then she just, just completely changes her facial expression when it's time to go yeah and i think they, should just, they should just fucking keep it because at first i was so critical of like damn why why are they making her fucking smile so much all the yeah. time She should <laughs> just be intense but you right. know what i think it adds to her charm and her her appeal you know, like she can be uh this very down to earth, humble fan, but once she steps into the squared circle, it's like a whole nother ball game. And I, I don't I don't mind that.
1: I agree. Maybe that's what they're going for, man. Maybe they're going for that humble, shy, sweet, uh sweet, you know, persona, and then, you know, you piss her off, she turns into ronda the i'm gonna kick your ass rousey kind of thing you know i'm saying like she turns it on and then maybe that's what they're going for if that's what it is then i get it um but you know like i said man it's probably for me match of the night hands down
0: yeah um if it's not match of the night then it's definitely top three for sure yeah now the next match had the unfair positioning of being sandwiched in between that and Cena versus Taker. Now the Bludgeon Brothers, they defeated the Usos in the new day in the triple threat match to become the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. It's the third title changing hands uh of the night, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um you know what this match it was okay. Right. I wanted to really get into it and I I you know I I like we you know we are. We we both know how we we feel about the Usos, and um, I just feel like this match could have just been saved for SmackDown, or at least the title change could have been saved for SmackDown. I don't think that the Usos were treated uh, fairly. Like you knew that the Bludgeon Brothers were being set up for a tag team title run, um, I just don't think it should have. I don't think the titles should have changed hands at Mania. I think it should have just yeah. saved it for SmackDown tomorrow night.
1: I, um, I but this
0: match, play. you know, it was just nothing special.
1: I, you know what, man, I'll tell you the truth. Next to the Ronda, next to the Ronda Rousey match, this was probably on my sec my list as wanting it to be a great match. Like I was in my head, I was like, "Yo, the SmackDown Tag Team Title match is going to be dope." And it was Luke.
0: I Orr. wanted it, it to was be Luke dope Moore. too. I wanted them to, to to steal the show. But I thought they were going <laughs> to steal
1: is... the show, man. I mean. Dude, I mean the Usos and New Day matches alone were epic. You add yes, the Bludgeon Brothers, which fantastic. You know, you add the Bludgeon Brothers, which you think because Harper is a really good. He's he's a really good performer. Uh, Rowan, not so much. He's learning, uh, but still a nice. He's a good. He's a good big guy here and there. Um,
0: but dude, let me let me cut you off for a second. A few years ago, this this is what people f- I've completely forgotten. The Usos and the Wyatts, as in Harper and Rowan, they had excellent matches about four summers ago. Back when the Usos still had the face paint and all that, and, and Harper and Rowan were with the Wyatt family, hmm. where when they were with Bray Wyatt. They w- had amazing matches, bro. Hmm. I don't, I don't remember. A lot of people don't remember that shit. Like They had amazing matches the summer of 2014. Like... If you just look up the the Usos versus the Wyatt's two out of three falls match for the tag team titles, bro, you, you'll see what I'm talking about. Really? Okay,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. So th- it's
0: not like the, they don't know. All three of those teams know one another. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, man. Because you know, but but see, but see, Lewis, you see, so you brought up that point, which go which goes into my next point is the chemistry didn't seem right. I know there was something off, man. I don't know if it was supposed to be that the, the, Hey, the setup here is you guys are afraid of the bludgeon brothers. The bludgeon brothers are animals. And your job tonight is to kind of get them over by fearing them. I don't know if that was the case, but I don't know. This was, this was anticlimactic to me. I didn't like the finish. Um, No respect for the Uso's entire dominance. If like you said, listen, you let the Usos hold that t- they'll hold those tag team titles for so long, be the dominant champions, beat tag team after tag team in cell- Hell in a Cell matches, uh, all these other type of matches, right? And then you let them go to Mania, and what they should have done was go over Mania and, proce- and lose either at Backlash or tomorrow night on SmackDown. That's what it should have been if you're going to do that let the usos yeah. shine man yeah. let them be those tag team they've worked hard for it Your their payoff is to win in mania that's the payoff listen guys we love what you've done uh with the tag team titles and this division here at smackdown you're going over in on mania but you may have to drop at smackdown or backlash boom uh, do something like that like Having the Bludgeon Brothers go over in Mania, I think that was just too big of a spot for them right now. Like, I get why you would do it, but I don't know. I didn't. I just didn't agree with it. I think I didn't agree. I don't know.
0: I, I didn't. I didn't like it either. And this like you said, like if you weren't gonna do it on SmackDown, then they could have easily just done it on yeah, at Backlash. Man, back, uh, I, I don't know.
1: Like, give the Usos some shine, man. They've been promos been on point matches have been like grade a tag team matches uh i mean <laughs> get them over at mania like i don't know uh, that that's that's my booking
0: yeah I, it, left, it, left a, it left a bad taste in yeah. my mouth Was it crazy um, about this match and that, that's that's all i can
1: really yeah, say yeah not about crazy it. about it
0: yeah but you know what five matches into this pay-per-view and there wasn't one bad match like even that match wasn't, no, wasn't bad, bad but like if you you think about the first you think you think about the first half of this pay-per-view it wasn't not one bad match like all the matches were enjoyable to some degree or another yeah. now then you get, <laughs> you get undertaker versus john cena so basically john cena starts off as a spectator then the ref comes out at some point tells him something he runs to the back comes out Elias interrupts him, and he makes quick work of Elias as if Elias is a jobber, which I didn't like. Neither did I. And Undertaker finally comes out, and it's 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 always amazing to see Undertaker. I love Undertaker. I mean, he looks in he looked to be in better shape than he did last year, but he still looks looks old. Um, now (laughs) I'm, I knew Cena was gonna lose, uh, because there there was nothing for there was no reason for John Cena to win. Um, why it was a squash match? Why, why, why it was a squash match is beyond me. Um, but you know what? I'm, I'm okay with it given the storyline. Um, I'm okay with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really mad at it because like Cena versus Taker was already five years too late, five, six, seven years too late. And I, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care for it. Like it was nice to see Undertaker, but yeah, whatever. I, like this is this was, it was, yeah, man. I mean,
1: like you were saying, it, it did nothing for me. Like I don't even know if I have an opinion on this. Like,
0: <laughs> like yeah, I mean, it was I it was Cena's being squashed at WrestleMania by. Right. I mean, if it's gonna if he's gonna be squashed at Mania, it should be by by somebody like the Undertaker, but. I don't. I don't really have much to say about this, man. I mean, is there really anything to say? Like, no, you didn't I mean, really get a match. I mean,
1: I, <laughs> I didn't care. I don't even care to see the Undertaker anymore, man. I I think he, neither do I. He just. I looks love
0: Undertaker. Great.
1: I love him. That's I, it. He's an institution, but I I just feel like he looks old. He looks tired. Yeah, I feel like Vince keeps wheeling out the Undertaker. And then be like, please, (laughs) give us something. Give us another match. And then Undertaker's like, all right, it's going to cost you $2 million. And he was like, all right, all right, whatever. And that kind of thing. Like, I just feel like it's, I don't know. I just feel like Undertaker doesn't really want to do it. Uh, I think the check is good. I just think he just does it. He looks better than last year. But I don't care to see the Undertaker, man. He just looks shitty. He looks horrible. And and he just looks old. And I get that it was a squash match. I, I get that it's a squash match. It is what it is. I don't care for the Cena. I don't care for it. I I didn't care for the angle, to tell you the truth. Um, I I just didn't. I I didn't. I didn't care. I this could have been, this could have been on a, a dark match on like Channel Twenty One in like Chicago. I don't like. I don't <laughs> care. Like I don't care. Like who cares? <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? But is it, is it's, it's
0: true it- though. It's true. Like, I bro, didn't care. True. And you know what? When you combine the match with uh, the segment with Cena and Elias, yeah, I that that took up way too much time. Way you could too have much. basically, you could have assigned that extra time to Nakamura and AJ Styles for all that. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. That was the one match that actually would have benefited from an extra five, an additional five minutes. Absolutely, true. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. Yeah, you know, whatever. Well, move, moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> next match, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon defeat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, ultimately firing them in K-Fabe, of course. Um, I thought it was a great return for Daniel Bryan. He got all his signature spots <laughs> in. And the you match bet. was pretty good. It wasn't – again, nothing to write home about, but it was, it was a decent showing. And, man, Daniel Bryan just – He's back to where he just left off, like no ring rust whatsoever no, no,
1: uh Daniel Bryan looked fantastic, man. I mean, he did. he like he didn't miss a step he was go he was moving so fast I thought he was gonna get injured again on his own move. me
0: too. like
1: yo, like I was like, yo Daniel, relax, man, I know you're excited, I know you are hyped up, but dude, take it easy, man, take it easy. Um,
0: he take it easy, Shane. Uh,
1: the 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 time that Shane was in the ring by himself with both Sammy and Owens was painful. Um, it was not. It's as
0: unrealistic. Painful. I'm so sick and tired of Shane taking yeah. the spotlight at this point. It's so unrealistic. Very unrealistic. Man. Man. Like, unrealistic. like you're you're an active pro wrestler, former WWE champion, Kevin Owens. I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you. McMahon is giving you a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, that shit's so unbelievable.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was talking. It's was... not too
0: busy at all. Like Shane just needs to drop the whole. Let me insert myself into a match. I, I don't know. They 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 just need to stop with Shane in these matches. Like I get it, he's a spot monkey, but I don't I don't care, man.
1: I agree. I agree. Listen, man. I love me some Shane O'Mac, all right, when he's in the ring and talking and working behind the stage or the, the scenes and all that stuff, but not in the ring. I, I, yeah. think, I, think, he's, I think he's pretty terrible in the ring. I think that, uh, like you said, I was talking to my friends about this, and I was like, hey, why is Shane giving Zayn and Owens a problem? What? Why is he <laughs> giving? Why is, Dan, why is Daniel Bryan on the ground uh, after the power bomb on the apron, but Shane is taking an ass whooping but still giving him a fight. Like, I don't get it, I, I don't get it. Doesn't make <laughs> any sense to me, right?
0: So, that time, reminds me of the LSL <laughs> match that he had yeah. with Kevin Owens last October. It was like, why? It, I mean, the the match itself was very good, but it's like. But why Shane McMahon is not even a full time competitor? Like it's not even believable. Not even like believable. he's actually kicking kicking Kevin Owens' ass. Yeah, like really. <laughs> like, oh man! Doesn't, doesn't but in any sense. case,
1: doesn't make it sense. was a
0: nice showcase. Brian is is ultimately what it was. Yes, yes, and that that's what I took it, and that's
1: what I took it for.
0: You know, like I, I was. A- Swerve where uh Shane McMahon would turn on Daniel Bryan, but you know, um, I
1: I thought Daniel Bryan was gonna turn on Shane McMahon. That's what I wanted. And kinda and kinda kinda like hook up with his indie guys, you know, his indie buddies that he's known for fifteen years and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought that was gonna be the angle, which was what I was looking for. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. So yeah, um, I thought Shane McMahon was going to turn on him, and I'm glad that it didn't happen that way because then that would just mean Shane hogging the spotlight right. a little more. So I'm perfectly fine with the outcome. It was it was meant to be a, a, a starring vehicle, so to speak, for yes, Daniel yes, Bryan anyway. It, that's totally
1: so, – I'm totally cool with that.
0: Yep. Yeah, so am I. So next you get – Nia Jax defeating Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. What is that? Like the fourth title? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Changing hands? Yeah. This WrestleMania was on a roll. Like, they were just trying to get the belts off yeah. people quick, yeah.
1: man. They, they totally were. Uh,
0: I like this match. I, I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of it anyway. Like, my expectations weren't really high. So, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, Alexa Bliss took a hell of a beating, man. That Samoa Joe – Samoa Joe. That Samoa drop off the top rope was – that looked good. Yeah, it
1: looked really (laughs) good. Um, I wasn't expecting much from this either. Um, I'm – I am a Nia Jax fan. I think she's pretty decent. Um, I think she – decent for (laughs) – decent for what she is, right, which is supposed to be this bigger, dominant – presence in the ring against other females and all that stuff i get it um i think it was definitely her time to grab that title i think if they didn't give her the title now that later on if they'd never gave it to her she would have started to fizzle out a little bit because no one would care anymore um but now that you give now that you give her a title you give her extra personality on top of what she already had um now you give her a sense of um dominance uh, outside of her abilities. Now you give her this, like, I'm the queen of the mountaintop kind of thing. And now when you're writing storylines for her, you can give her a lot more to do that's centered, obviously, around the title and being this dominant female figure uh, in stature and also because she has the belt, of course. So I think you can work a lot with Nia Jax. I think she's still semi-green in the ring here and there with some things, Um uh, but i think she's got a good look uh she's a beautiful woman number 1 i think she's beautiful um and
0: uh yeah i think she's a
1: yeah, yeah beautiful for sure. woman i think you know mix that in with you know more time in the ring and then now the title i think she could have a a pretty decent run um if they write her right i mean they got to book her right man or she can easily just drop to the bottom of the of the barrel so I thought it was decent. I thought, it was, a de- I thought it was decent. I yeah. thought was
0: decent. Yeah. The- yeah. It was. It was serviceable. Yeah. Is, is all it was. It was. It was a serviceable title match. It wasn't given a whole lot of time, but that's good because it, I don't. You know, I don't expect Alexa Bliss to give Nia Jax much competition, given the size exactly. difference. So, yeah, uh, you know, it was. It was perfect Lewis, for what it was. I in gotta, my, opinion. I gotta
1: bring this up. Within the Nia Jax match, is it me? Is it Mm -hmm. me, or do you notice that Mickey James gets no
0: love? Man, like she doesn't, and it's it's sad, sad, bro. Like, she has gotten no reaction since returning, uh, last year. Terrible. I, I hate that because I used to love, I still do, but. I used to love Mickey James. Like she was my favorite female wrestler, at least one of my favorite female wrestlers uh back when she was doing it alongside uh Beth Phoenix yeah. and Trish and you know I I I, I really enjoy Mickey James. I think she's a very good wrestler, hard worker. She's such a she just comes across as such a nice right. a nice woman, a nice person and she's good yeah, looking man. as hell, man. And she still she's- looks amazing. What, 40? Forty-two, yeah, whatever she hot, is, man.
1: yeah. The
0: crowd just doesn't, doesn't care mean. for her. Like I, I, don't know if there's a, difference of how people that are tuning in, seeing her now, weren't watching wrestling back then. I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it, but they just, there is no, there's zero interest in Mickey zero. James.
1: Pretty sad, dude. I mean, <laughs> she, said, <laughs> she, she gets no, she gets no love, no love.
0: I know it. It sucks, man. Like zero, zero interest for Mickey James, and uh, like I don't you do know. I don't, I don't really know what. But what she did was, she, I think she signed a a two year contract. If I'm not mistaken, it was a two to three year contract for a return. So, I mean, there's there's not really much for her to do unless they actually seriously push her. Um, but I think she's just there to get the other women over anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, what else are they going to do? She's the veteran. That's you know, the, the women in the locker room are her. So she's just – her job is to just put others over. Yeah. Um. But it's it's just – it sucks that she's not not really being given much to work with. But, you know.
1: Yep. I was just wondering if it was just me, man, because I think it's a sad day. Sad day when you can't – when you're not rooting for Mickey James. Out of everything she's done and what she's done and accomplished and, you know – She's trailblazed, man. Did did you know flirting with Trish Stratus and kissing her on TV or trying to? It was great. It was great. It was
0: great. Yeah, pushing, and her,
1: pushing boundaries. She
0: one of the best women's matches uh, uh, in WrestleMania history, or you know, the one that she had at, with Trish back in '06. Yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, that was the match that like really put her on the map. And I mean, I don't know, people they just have a short memory. Some of these fans.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Now, let's move on to the meat and potatoes of everyone's discussion of wrestling. <laughs> AJ Styles surprisingly, shockingly defeats Shinsuke Nakamura to retain the WWE championship. I'm going to I mean, I'm not I'm going to try not to ramble on too much because I want to honor your time. You sure. know, we uh, you know, we got we got a limited amount of time, but Sure. Um, I do want to say that I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses for this match as far as the crowd, but you, you have to consider this is match number nine. And it, <laughs> this, this already hit a four hour, not including the pre-show, by the way, right. already hit the four hour mark. So the fans understandably were burned out and you can, you can hear it. Like you can still hear the chants, like they're into the match, but not, their energy level just isn't as high because, you know, most of the exciting shit already happened. And, yes, this was a hotly – the most anticipated match on the entire card. But, you know what I mean? Like, you can't help but feel that they were just burned out. Like, you had two hours of the pre-show, and then you had, like, another four hours up to that point. So, it's very understandable because I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, why is the the crowd more hot or hotter? But – yeah. I you know it's it, it, it I think it was just crowd dude the crowd was just burned out I
1: think. Uh, unfortunate unfortunate event for the AJ Styles Nakamura match man. Um once again I predicted at this part at at this at this WrestleMania little get together a couple of buddies of mine uh I predicted that AJ Styles would go over. I said
0: no wow, that's a bold prediction cuz I honestly a part of me thought that they weren't gonna go with Nakamura and that AJ Styles but I that was just like a small part of me like I was like more like 70 30. Like seventy percent of me knew that Nakamura was gonna go over and then like that that small twenty five to thirty percent was like you know what there's a possibility that they might keep this the title on AJ Styles. I now yo man I I knew that
1: AJ was going over. There was no way not no way but I was very, very high on that. Nakamura was not winning on a Mania stage right now. I knew AJ. It's simple. And if if I'm thinking like someone who booked this match or wrote this match or whatever, I'm thinking that AJ is the best in the company, right? AJ's the of best, course. AJ's the best in the company. He has single-handedly, uh, single-handedly. Um, 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 single-handedly been the guy in SmackDown and in wrestling period his matches have been bar none amazing Um, and he's the guy and AJ is for the first time in his career co-headlining a WrestleMania match coming in as champion and the guy you gotta let the champion and the guy get over you have to all right so that was my thinking.
0: Yeah, they definitely they let they definitely gave AJ to. Styles the biggest moment of they his career. To. You
1: have to give that to AJ. You have to. And then if you want Nakamura to get the title at some point, it will be at another pay-per-view, but it won't be at Mania. You have to give that to AJ. If AJ lost, it would've been it would have been an injustice to AJ's work that he did for the entire year. It would have been you're shitting all over it. Like you're like, "All right, well, AJ, sorry, but Nakamura, Nakamura is the hottest new thing. Sorry, buddy, uh, you're you're gonna lay down for him. That's just, it's just not right in the in the in, in the storytelling. You gotta let AJ go over. Have to. And I thought they did the right thing.
0: See, I didn't even frame it like that, that uh, going into it, but now that you know, in hindsight, that that makes you know, perfect sense. Yeah, like I saying. mean,
1: you gotta let AJ go over. And uh, J- Lewis, on your point with the crowd, you know, even if. Yes, we're in, like, hour number four or five. This was probably the most anticipated match on the card. And to tell you the truth, man, I was not entertained. Like, I was – it didn't do really much for me, man. When I'm watching Mania, like, the old 90s, 80s, early 2000s kind of – really early 2000s kind of Mania – there was some type of exciting entertainment factor, not necessarily the wrestling. Yeah, and I felt like I felt like this match kind of let me down with the entertainment. Like I, I don't know. I don't, you know they have chemistry because they worked they've worked together in Japan, but I don't know what it was. It just didn't. It just didn't fire on all all cylinders for me, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. No,
0: it didn't. I, I agree with you to that point. I don't think it did fire on all cylinders like it was supposed to. It didn't live up to anybody's expe- expectations, high expectations yeah. at that. Um, but you know what? I liked the match, and I thought it was a solid enough match where – let's just put it this way. If this was, like, a regular pay-per-view, this would have been, you know, considered a, a great match. But because it was WrestleMania – and the expectations are so high. Of course, you, 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 you know, you look at it as a disappointment. But if I because I'm replaying some of the, the moments of the match, they they fought, they, they put on a good match, man. It's just it's it's very hard to live up to expectations for a match that's been hotly anticipated for a year or two. And on top of that, it, the placement on the card and stuff like that—it's that's difficult. That's very difficult to do. Do you um, think they would have done? That? Are they capable of
1: putting on? No, no, sorry, man. Go ahead, my bad.
0: No, I was gonna say, uh, you know, they they're obviously more than capable of putting on better matches in the future. Um, but you know, I, I thought it was—I thought it was a solid match. You know, it's not a, a match of the year candidate and it was certainly one of the best matches on the card from a wrestling standpoint as much as from a wrestling standpoint it was the match of the night i just feel like it would have really really benefited from uh an additional 5 minutes i think if they would have been given another 5 to 7 minutes and really kicked into that third gear because it was getting there it was definitely getting there especially with that final sequence where styles uh counters the 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 shaza into the Styles Clash, that was an amazing fucking counter. Uh, I just wasn't expecting the referee to hit the three count. Right. (laughs) You know, like I was expecting Nakamura to kick out, and then, you know, now like this this match is getting real hot. And I, you know, it was a little anticlimactic, and I think it clocked in at like 21 minutes. So that's what I'm saying. Like if it would have been given another five minutes at the very least, I think it would have been a much better match. I just think it was robbed of – The extra time. Um, Now, with that said, let's talk about what is the real buzzworthy uh, thing of the match, which was the aftermath. This was so, so well done because it caught every fucking person off guard. No one was going into WrestleMania thinking Nakamura is going to turn heel. Yep, yep. God, that's so annoying. I get cut off when I'm really into my point.
1: You were really into it, man. I'm sorry. Fuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, anyway. Right, so the match would have benefited from an extra five minutes and the aftermath, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, so he gets on his knees, traditional Japanese uh, culture of honor, and he, he presents AJ. And, you know, I didn't think much of it, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But he stood on his knee. He stood in that position for a little too long. Once he stayed in that position for like an extra five to ten seconds, I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's going to low him. This is like Y2J and HBK all over again, circa WrestleMania 19. Yeah. They're going to fucking – he's going to pretend to like give him respect. I'm like, holy shit, I see it coming. When he low blowed him. I went fucking apeshit. I was like, holy cow! What the hell? This just basically overshadowed everything else on this WrestleMania card. Yeah. What is going on? And that's what WrestleMania should be about. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, AJ Styles didn't put him over in the match itself, but he put Nakamura over in the most tremendous way you could think of. Because Nakamura, like, beat the shit out of him afterwards. Yeah. And... He looked so natural. It was like heel Nakamura in New Japan all over again. Yes. It, I yes. loved it. I yes. loved every second of it.
1: Yes. Lewis, I totally agree with you. That, that moment is what saved the entertainment factor of the match for me. Um, I didn't see it coming. I did not see that coming. But like you, when he stayed on his knees, I was like, oh, oh, it's happening. And he low-blowed them and kept the arm there, too, which is a classic. <laughs> kept the arm. like stiff I'm arm. telling you,
0: he, he probably took a page out of Jericho's book. Fantastic. He probably looked at the match and said, how can we recreate this moment and make it look convincing and catch people off guard? And that's exactly what it, it, it reminded me of. Yeah. Oh, man. God, it was great. And then after
1: when he beats the hell out of AJ, and he was taking and AJ was taking some stiff hits like he was taking some stiff stiff yes. hits and Nakamura just looked so like you said like so agree with you he looked like new japan natural badass like heel nakamura it looked like this is what he needed you know WWE Brings you in, and they want to turn you face to sell merch, and you know, be appealing to the kids and all this stuff. But really, that's not who you are. You embody heel, and if you embody heel, that will sell too. And I think Nakamura being heel is going to be amazing for his character, amazing for the company, amazing for his matches. Now, you, you know,
0: absolutely. Because now we're gonna get treated to an even more personal drawn out feud between yes. the Styles and Nakamura. Yes. And you know Nakamura obviously win the title. Yes, at
1: some he will point. win the title at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So I
0: Yeah. So, just- so now when you whenever you get a chance, you'll go back and you'll watch the match, and now you'll appreciate the match even more because of the yes. aftermath. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that's probably – who knows? That's probably what they were going for. They probably said, you know what? Let's sacrifice five minutes of what could be a potential classic between the two of us, and let's just save that extra time for your rebirth, for Nakamura's rebirth. Because this couldn't have come at a more perfect yeah. time. He
1: needed it. He needed that. it. Needed it. Needed it. Because so, think about it look.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, not a five-star match by any means, but it was a solid match with an even better aftermath. because
1: think about it, Lewis. If Nakamura did not do that, did not turn heel and lost to AJ, it would sort of make Nakamura look bad. You know what I'm saying? It would sort of make him look inadequate to... Uh, WWE's wrestlers, right? It would almost make him look like the Nakamura he was in New Japan means nothing here in the WWE. But you give him that heel, oh, give yeah. him that heel turn, it now gets him back into, I'm the baddest dude on this damn roster. I'm going to beat AJ. I'm going to kick him in the face. I'm going to do this, do that. I'm Shitsuke Nakamura. Like that sort of thing. It gives him that swag you know what I'm saying like and it worked so well it worked so well
0: you use the perfect word like he was missing that swag that he had yes. in Japan and even when he next T now he's got his swagger yeah. back that's that's essentially what happened yep. and you know what it was the best moment of the night yeah
1: i i am I'm, I'm on board with that yeah i agree
0: i agree now uh just to just to speed it up a little bit <laughs> going into the next match, Braun Strowman. Drum roll, please. 10 year old Nicholas defeats Seamus Daro to become the Raw Tag Team Champion. Come on, man. Come on. I have not. I, I mean, look, it was cute. Yeah. I get it. It was a cute WrestleMania moment. And Braun Strowman, obviously, he's over. Yeah. You know, and now he has this new cap to get these hands. I like, I like it. it but. Uh this was this was the first filler of the night and it came at it couldn't have come at a I guess a worse time on the card because but you know what it, it actually got the crowd pumped It did again yeah because right they were hot off the they were buzzing off of the the Nakamura heel turn and then you know the fact that Braun Strowman is just issuing <laughs> an open partner uh I mean I, th- I thought that it was okay for what it was you know Whatever. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it it was whatever. I mean, do you think that you know who whose kid do you think that is? You think that's like Vince's like grandkid or something? Like you, (laughs) like who?
0: That kid is. Or or,
1: do you think he's like (laughs) a legit? He was not a legit kid that Braun just picked out. I mean, that's definitely not.
0: Well, planned well
1: in advance for sure. Definitely planned well in advance. Um. It, it, it is what it is. I think it was one of those uh, intermission kind of things. Like, you know, Braun, go out, be yeah. fun, pick a kid, you know, you're over so you can do this kind of thing and, you know, and kind of just set us up for what's happening next. I I didn't I didn't hate it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was, you know, different and, you know, I guess a little clever in a way, but, you know, who who cares? It was definitely different. You yeah.
0: never seen anything yeah. like yeah. that before. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Crazy. Last night definitely uh, made history. Yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> More but like, at
1: the end of day, who cares? So, like, it
0: was one, <laughs> it was just, you know. I, right. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. You know, it was what it I'm was. I'm
1: mad at it though. all.
0: It was... no. <laughs> the main event, holy I, – I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like, it's so crazy how Roman Reigns came up short after we all – had it in our mind that it was going to close out with Roman Reigns winning. Like, he fucking kicks out of four, five F5s, whatever it was. He gets bled. Yo, he got busted open really. I mean, Brock Lesnar has done that before to John Cena, Randy Orton, where he's, like, he cut them open with stiff elbow shots. But this was, like, probably the worst yet. Yeah. Like, Roman Reigns was just a complete crimson mask. Yeah. Like, it was wow. That was like attitude era level of violence. Like, I'm that that was crazy. Um, and when he got the three count, first of all, the crowd just shat all over the match. Yes. rightfully so because the match that they had years back at WrestleMania 31 was so much better, so much more intense. This match was just they didn't care for it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care for. I was to asleep because I was already tired. Yeah, uh, fucking five hours of wrestling. Um and I think the crowd was burned out. They were frustrated because it was a main event that they didn't want to see close out the show and they just wanted to like <laughs> you know, they just wanted to crap all over the match. So when Brock Lesnar got the three count, that was the loudest pop of the entire match because no one was expecting it won because we all knew that Brock Lesnar wasn't returning but, but? 24 hours later it was announced that he signed with the company that's crazy yeah. yeah so exactly that's that's the crazy part but if you go back to 24 hours ago i i, I was just like what, what what this doesn't make any sense yeah like why did brock lesnar win yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense and like what is next for roman reigns like well, why don't they just turn him a heel the poor bastard is just He's not over. Yeah. The crowd fucking hates him. Like, I mean, not that he's not over. He's obviously over, but in all in all the wrong ways. Right. I just thought it was this was one of the most disastrous WrestleMania main events I've ever seen. <laughs> like, because there was no way there was no way out of it. There was no winning situation out of this. Yeah. Whatsoever. Uh Lewis, I, it, it, like, I agree with had more than anything.
1: I agree with you on everything you just said. Uh, I'm going to be a little harsher, though. Um, <laughs> um, I thought I thought the match was complete trash, like I sent you in the text message. Uh, it was complete, <laughs> complete trash. I think, I don't know, I don't know what Vince, Vince has some type of a love affection for Brock. I don't know what it is, but...
0: Does you know,
1: the whole the whole allure of Brock being this this spectacle this this me this, this this attraction has now gone away from me? I don't care about that anymore. Um, I, I like know, it. It's, I
0: I'm not, I love Brock Lesnar. Um, he's one of my favorites of all time. But it has waned. It, it's it's waned. definitely waned.
1: It's done. It's it's yeah. it's ran. It's course, man. It's ran. If, unless you're gonna put Brock on on SmackDown in that shakeup. Somehow, which mm-hmm. I mean, he obviously can because he's the tight, he's the whole, he's the champion. But I mean, you got, I I can't, I don't know, Brock. I love Brock because Brock's a badass, maniac, like insane, crazy dude. I love it. I love it for that. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: believable.
1: <laughs> and it's believable. It's believable. But come on, man. That, to me, if you're gonna, put, if you if Roman's the guy. Roman's gotta go over and win that title at Mania, dude. Like he exactly he's gotta win at Mania in, in the main event. So now you've just <laughs> You
0: did nothing for Roman Reigns. You did Absolutely.
1: Nothing for Roman. It's bad enough, like you said. It's bad enough that the crowd is putting him over for all the wrong reasons. Like he's over for all the wrong reasons. He's really no one really cares about him. Now you have them get brutalized on mania and lose <laughs> and lose to like it it did it did absolutely nothing, and if I was Roman, I would have been pissed I would have been pissed I would have been pissed unless there's some major plan down the line that they got planned for a Roman who knows, but yo, I'm Roman reigns, I'm supposedly your guy now. I gotta beat Brock Lesnar for the title at Mania. I got to. I have to, have to. The match was just underwhelming, bullshit. Like that match should <laughs> that match should have been before the AJ AJ and Nakamura should have closed out. That's my. That's I don't that.
0: know why. I don't know why. Like you should have just ended WrestleMania with a Nakamura heel turn.
1: Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes.
0: I, I really don't understand it. I, I just, I don't. <laughs> it, was, it was
1: one of the worst main events. Now, it was one of the worst, not the worst, because The Miz and Cena was, was terrible, but it, it was one of the worst main events I've ever seen at WrestleMania. The crowd at that point was throwing beach balls and doing the wave and <laughs> this is awful chance And you could oh the my. crowd was so out of it. They didn't want anything to do with it. They hate Roman. Uh, Brock barely got over in that match as well. Uh, There was no move. There was all there were, what, F5s and a bunch of Superman punches. It was just so not entertaining. It was just, it was painful. Painful. And I was, (laughs) I was over it. It was, it was painful. It was painful. Painful. The worst, (sighs) the the worst, the worst highlight of the night. The worst.
0: And, and, and yeah, and that, that's funny. That's why this year's WrestleMania was buzzworthy in more ways than one. Like, you, you can't tell me, like, a couple, of, or even a year from now, WrestleMania 34 wasn't the most buzzworthy WrestleMania that you've seen in a while. Like, this surpassed the last two WrestleManias for sure.
1: Yes, I absolutely agree.
0: Far as like being a buzzworthy historic event, I mean, yeah, five titles changing hands, a title, uh, fucking Nakamura going over uh, as a, as a heel, an unexpected heel mm-hmm. turn, Brock Lesnar unexpectedly winning in the main yep. event, Ronda Rousey getting a shot. Like it was, it, to me, WrestleMania this year. If I had to give a letter B, it was a solid B, hmm. even borderline B plus.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Okay. For me, yeah, the, the only thing is that Wrestlemania is just too long these right. days. They try to cram way too many matches on a card and it it's it becomes very exhausting. It, Wrestlemania has become a yes. chore to get through in the last couple of yeah. years. And that, that's not to say that all the matches are bad, it's just too long. Too 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 many matches, too much going on five to six to seven hours of wrestling. Listen, is too man, much. They, Way they should too go much. back
1: to the 90s formula, back in WrestleMania, ni- oh, the, the 90s, man. you remember those? There were a lot of matches, but those matches are like, they should, take a, they should take a page out of the 90s and, and and straight up go like, you know, 10 matches, 10 minutes each. You know what I'm saying? Like, you remember those 90s matches? They didn't last that long. They They were quick and to the point and still exciting. And still exciting.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think WrestleMania should have more than eight to nine matches at the very most because the last time WrestleMania wasn't overly long was, ironically, WrestleMania 31 where Seth Rollins cashed in the money in the bank and won the WWE title. That, that WrestleMania only had like about seven or eight matches on the actual card. Hmm. You know what I mean? And it was, it was enjoyable all the way through and through because it wasn't so long. But, but after this, that, but you know what it is, every, man. Every fucking wrestling is just too long.
1: Yeah, you know what it is, man. They the roster now is so big, and they want they want everybody to get some type of shine now. That they try to cram t- 10, 11 matches pre-show, three matches, like they try to get everybody on the on the card, and I respect that. But the matches are a you either got to shorten the matches length or shorten the amount of matches during the show it's got to be one of them so i uh, listen show overall i like you i was leaning towards a b but the brock match got me to a c plus it, it, <laughs> it dropped me to a c plus a solid c plus because the ronda rousey match was super entertaining and it kept my attention uh the aj and nakamura turn was decent enough for me to be interested um, and then, not, and then my boy, my boy gender went in the U S title. That was great to see. Uh, oh, <laughs> Lord. Um, they started off, they started off the show with a great match, the intercontinental. Uh, but overall, I just wasn't that entertained, um, except for like maybe two, two spots in the show. And I just mentioned them. So I, I gave it, I give it a solid C plus man, solid C plus.
0: Well, um, you know, the, the, to to each his own. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with my, my my B for now. Like, you know, may, maybe the B plus. I was getting a little too hyped. Yeah. but the B. <laughs> who knows? Maybe if I if I go back and rewatch it, I'll I'll drop it down to a B minus. Who knows? Yeah. But as of right now, because it's fresh off in, in my mind, I you know solid B. I but guess. there's definitely a lot, a lot to look forward to. uh uh, post-WrestleMania. We didn't even get into NXT TakeOver, but you know oh. we're out of time.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Listen, we got to do that NXT TakeOver, which was a fantastic event. Fantastic. Oh,
0: yeah. That's the past WrestleMania as expected. Absolutely. So. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that was an A-plus show, like, A-plus. through and through. A-plus like, solid. Anything bad about, about TakeOver uh, New Orleans. A-plus
1: solid. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. I'm still getting through it. I'm on the, uh, I'm on the uh, uh, Champa and uh, uh, Gargano match. So
0: I'm still. Holy I'm- shit! Yeah, yeah you're gonna be swept off your feet. Brilliant storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely brilliant storytelling. Like you don't, you just don't get good storytelling like that anymore from WWE. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I'm telling you, it was. I was. It was a legit match of the year candidate. The second match of the year candidate for Johnny Gargano. This Ew. year. Wow. Nice.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to check
0: yeah. it out. I'm I mean, you, out. Saw, you saw Gargano and Almas, right? Oh, Like yeah. from uh, Take oh, Over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't, a, obviously, it wasn't a wrestling clinic like that. But, um, you know, again, just brilliant storytelling.
1: Perfect. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Almas-Alistair Black match was fantastic. Um, That was great. Fantastic. Fantastic match. So, listen, man.
0: Yeah, that that was so
1: great. yeah. There's some stuff to talk about that show, man. Great shit, great stuff.
0: Yeah, man. But uh, any any final thoughts on anything uh, else going uh, on?
1: No, man. Listen, scriptly adapted. You know, just keep a lookout for us. Still doing our shows. Um, coming out with some original content soon with some scripts that we're writing. So. Uh, yeah, man, oh, really. We're getting, it, we're, getting it, we're gonna film a little film film a little movie that we'll uh, announce on your show at some point once we get a little closer that we're gonna start filming and uh, just an original script that my wife and I wrote something cute but with a little twist at it. Um, so uh, it's it's a short, probably an hour, maybe maybe an hour hour to fifteen minutes probably. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, we're in some we're in some creative space, my friend. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's excellent, man. I yes, can't wait. Yes,
1: yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.
0: Yes, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, but uh thank you for joining us. I know we went a little over and I apologize. So good. But, you know, once once we, once we once we start getting into the the meat and potatoes of everything. It's nah, just it's so good, man. It's it's, it's, it's,
1: it's it's the conversation. We got to talk about Mania, man. We got to talk about it. it is, there was a lot that went on, so I'm glad we got through it
0: yeah definitely so I'll I'll catch you on Marvel retrospect entry number three for Iron Man 2 in the near future yeah definitely we'll probably be rejoined by uh, D'Angelo Smith so be on the lookout for that listeners and uh, you have a good night
1: listen Wrestlemania is in the books
0: Hey, is this not why you are here! Welcome to AYNE, Are You Not Entertained? This is Lewis Mercedes. Welcome, listeners, to Marvel Retrospect Entry Number 3, Iron Man 2. Directed by Jon Favreau. It was released in 2010, only two years after its predecessor. And uh, it's definitely one of the more bloated entries in the MCU. Too many characters, too many subplots. But it's still, still a mildly enjoyable entry into the Iron Man series and into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm going to be joined along with... Kyote howard of scriptly adapted and d'angelo smith we're going to reflect on iron man 2 and all its missteps and how it could have been a much better movie than it actually was so without further ado those guys are going to come on and we're going to shoot the breeze about iron man 2 marvel retrospect in the house